Send a fish to get a How do you do it again? Afa. Afa. No, Afa. Afa. Nis. Nis. Dem. Dem. Buck. Buck. Taka. Taka. Moha. Moha. Afa nis dem buck taka nif taka 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 I'm in Riyadh. It's 2 18 a.m. I got a swizz on my right and Jumana on my left. We can just do that all night. That was no, we could turn that in. I, I, I could turn that into a beat. <laughs> you probably, you definitely Please could. Please do that in your next song, and I'll, I'll, it'll just be. I just need you to send me the sample. Absolutely. I, well, I'll I, just break it down for you. I'm convinced. No, that I need you to say it like how you was just saying. I'm take. With a little bit more energy, though. all that. How do you think his last song of Saudi, Mahabibte, Mahabibe, Mahabibte, how do you think that started? It probably started in a conversation like this. Mahabibte, Habibe, Tatit. We, we but I don't think it was 1.30, 2.30 in the morning. No, it was probably noon. It was 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> we are so okay. Well, That's in my head now. After this, um, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm not gonna You're going to get it by in an hour or so or a month. You'll get it. <laughs> I'm not going to kick this one off. Jemana, fire, fire us off. First of all, thank you so much for being here. I know you have a crazy, crazy schedule. So we're so incredibly honored. I appreciate the invite. Uh, we're so honored. And it's our pleasure. Man. Obviously, we, we, we were born here. We were raised here. Mm. I personally never left Saudi ever. Wow. I mean, he, I mean, he, everyone. What do you mean, like, ever? No, ever. Like, I, like, I mean, no. I never got I, on a plane. I've never got on a plane. Hold on. You got to no, fix no. this. No, 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 no. I mean, I never lived abroad. I never went to school abroad. I, it, was, it. it was, it was, I was born and bred here. Yes. Um, bred. Yeah. It's, it's not that alarming. So it's okay. We're good. Uh, so, but you, chose Saudi and you keep choosing Saudi mm. and we really need to know why I think Saudi has been choosing me the energy the love the culture um, the people of course um, I just always been like a person of discovery life begins at the end of your comfort zone anytime you would mention this beautiful place people would have like something that 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 just was i'm like what let me see this for myself because like you know a lot of it's easy to judge from the sidelines and so you know um i've always been a fan of the middle east period and i just wanted to explore and and and, and just see what i felt and i honestly wasn't expecting what i felt i, I knew i was going to feel something but i was just like whoa like hmm. when was your first visit my first visit um, was in 06. Um, it was definitely a different place, definitely different energy. It wasn't it wasn't where we are today, where we are today, which impressed me the most, you know, because I got to see an early peek into the window and then to see a place change so fast and empower creatives the way that I'm, I'm witnessing and empowering the people the way that I'm witnessing. I wish, I wish, I wish they talk about that a little bit more yeah. back home, you know, um, but they'll catch up. And, um, you know, in due time, inshallah. Yeah. But I just got to witness from that time to, to now. And, and it's, it's, been, it's been amazing to watch because I don't think that I've witnessed anywhere in the world move so fast on, on changing, you know, like people talk about change, but we actually seeing the change, like you seeing something that, that happened, you know, four years that don't happen in 40 to 70 years. Like this is what Saudi's doing. And I just love, I just love that energy. I just love that, that mindset. I love that forward thinking. I'm, I'm attracted to it. I have a question. Um, that just I, I was wondering about 
did you feel at all being Muslim? Did you feel you were obligated to ignore the noise and check it out for yourself? Because Mecca and Medina, you know, the two holiest cities, um, are here. Um, honestly, I, I, when I think of Saudi, I wasn't thinking religious at all. You know, although, you know, the Holy Land is, is definitely here um, and, and, and Mecca Medina is, you know, the highest you can get on that level in Islam. Mm. You know, I wasn't I wasn't really I wasn't really looking at it like that for some reason. You know, I was I was looking at it more as. I, I, I do creativity everywhere. Right. Like, you know, like I have my fair, no commissions, which I definitely got to like do it in Saudi. You know, like I took a little time out from it because it was getting too popular and um Sometimes you gotta cool yourself. Sometimes you gotta cool things off yourself, you know, because people lose track of why you're doing it, why they're there, and it just was getting too big. Thirty thousand RSVPs a night at Art Basel and everywhere we was doing it. And, and yes, it's giving back artists a hundred percent of the sales, but the energy was just shifting to to not being like why I started it, you know, and so I killed it. And I'm about to bring it back to life, uh, inshallah, uh, 23. But um, I did no commissions in in, in uh, Shanghai. I did no commissions in uh, London. I did no commissions all around the world. So my thing was like, Saudi is 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 putting the flag in the ground for creatives. This is where I need to be. You know, so I, it was more of a creative calling, and you know. It just was, I don't know, I just follow, I just, I just follow the zone. Like I, it's not really a roadmap. And even when I start with a roadmap, I end up ripping it up and, and saying, you know what, let me, I don't want the navigation. Like, let me just go where I just see the light. Since my growing up years, 90, when I started listening to Jay-Z, 94, 5, 6, 7, I always used to hear Swiss Beats. <laughs> from 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 I'm just going back to my 12 year old self actually recalling what my memory is allowing me to recall Swiss beat like always you know being shouted out um I recall Swiss being on a Jay-Z beat I recall him being on a I'm, I'm into hip-hop by the way uh, <laughs> DMX I remember I remember that I remember that again I'm going off memory mm. um so Swizz was in one way or in another, whether he rapped or not back then, he was more of a, like he was in charge of the beat, but little did I know then that I know now that he was the guy that did the beat on DMX. He is the guy that did the beat on, on Jay-Z. Uh, but they, them, they guys got, got the credit. Um, so I grew up thinking that, you know, Swizz Beats is just a musician. Mm. At what point did you say, you know what, I'm, I know that they're both creative, but at what point did you say, um, I'm actually going to venture into this art world and see what's behind that curtain? Um, I was technically born in the art world, like I was technically born in the music world. And the reason why I say that is because being born in the Bronx, like you go outside, that's where, first of all, the Bronx is where hip hop originated. Yeah. Like that's factual. My dad is a part of that movement with Cool Herc. Uh, was it the Sugar Hill? No, nah, this is even before, before that. Before that, so yeah. that wasn't the the birth of of hip hop, was it? No, that was that was the first hit, hit per se. That was the first. But Cool Herc, Cedric Avenue in the Bronx. Um, my dad lived on the third. Cool Herc lived on the second floor. My dad DJed for Cool Herc. He never really talked about the story. Um, back then, for some reason, uh, but he's. He, 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 my dad technically, and he's going to hate that I'm saying this, but he's technically, I'm going to do this for him, a small part of uh, starting hip hop, you know, from living in that building. And, and when Cool Herc wasn't DJing, my dad was DJing. Wow. Right. So uh, that is a part of legacy. So, but, but, you know, I haven't, you know, I never even, he didn't talk about it so much. I never thought about it. Like, I'm just thinking about this, like, 
a year ago, technically. Like I, this whole time I've been moving, I wasn't thinking about my dad doing hip hop and DJing and things like that because I just was in my own zone. Yeah. You know, um, I was just in my own zone and just following my lane and just running. But, um, you know, for me, it's just all having fun technically. Like, and I did get the credit for those tracks. You know, I was just a producer on there and it was just something about playing the background that just felt amazing. I'm like, damn, they gotta go on tour. They gotta do all of this. I can make the beat in the studio and produce 20 artists at one time, own most of the songs because I was writing them. It's like, I like this. How old were you back then? How, how old are we talking? Um, 17. 17. Yeah, 17 going into 18. Um, yeah. Did you ever expect it to come full circle? Like with Jamana's opening question, but to come full circle to, to Saudi, I mean, that's... Uh, <laughs> um, did you ever foresee that? You know, it was crazy. Saudi's technically been in my internal vision board for like, even before I knew it, right? Like, um, I just always love music from around the world. I love Arabic music. I love Arabic food. I love a lot of things. Like, I know that I'm Arabic. Like, it's, 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 it calls me too much, right? Like, I know that I'm Saudi somewhere. Did we congratulate him on his son today? Not not on camera. We didn't? No. Can we take that opportunity? Absolutely. Congratulations on your son who aslam today. He did his yes. shahada today. Yes. And this is a huge moment for you. So mabrook, alf mabrook for that. Shukran, shukran. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it was unexpected and he followed his heart. I didn't uh, have to tell him what to do or what not to do. Uh, my father's side of the family is all Muslim. My grandfather's imam. He gave Muhammad Ali his shahada and manage uh, Muhammad Ali. Amazing. And um, for this to come full circle around and my son uh, get inspired today, uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm smiling heavy. You know, and part of my shades is, is, is I don't want to show uh, my sleepy, yeah. my sleepy face, but I'm actually up now. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say you were, you were going to cry. And that's why you had the shades on. I was like, oh, if he says that, that's going to be really sweet. No, I cried earlier a lot. I, met, okay. I'm, I, I had to change my shirt. Al-Ula, <laughs> <laughs> when I saw him last year, uh, Swiz, he was all smiles. And, and, he's, and, he, and he really is such a positive and happy person. But honestly, 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 when he got out of the Chevrolet Suburban, <laughs> he, he, it, it, honestly, he was glowing a little bit. Yeah. He was. And and I don't know I don't know if that's because I knew what 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 I saw on yeah. on social media that that his son Aslam, mm. but there was an extra happiness and glow. Shoulders were a bit more broad. <laughs> he looked knackered because whenever he's in Saudi, I, I know you probably get only four or five hours of sleep. If I know you're Saudis going to don't the sleep. sleep. They don't sleep. They no, don't sleep. A, but some of us do. <laughs> some of us love it. I expected him to show up. <laughs> like ready to crash but he was like he gave us that like he looked like the day was subtitled under the world the word accomplished we accomplished something today we did um and and it was really written all over your face i'm glad i woke nasir up and are you you he seemed pissed when monique was there just would you, what, what? what happened he and then he <laughs> woke up and he saw my face and i'm like hi and he's like hello <laughs> so <laughs> who are you <laughs> music transports from the u.s to here fashion transports from 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 the u.s to here what i want to ask you about that i'm very actually inquisitive of is how did you get into camel racing <laughs> slash so camel random. buying the asset if we can call if we can call that that that's as saudi as it gets <laughs> i always wanted to ask him that question yeah. well, shout out to uh saudi bronx i'm from the bronx my team is uh yes. created in saudi yeah. bx shout to uh ahmed number one trainer that i can ever ask for or have it's a blessing uh we've won many 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 trophies and we're doing very well right now uh during this season. So alhamdulillah to that. But 
just from coming to Saudi and, you know, my friends would watch this at like five in the morning. I just know that we sitting here watching camel racing and the commentator was just like the highlight of the show. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa, like I, I need this energy right here. Yeah. And um, I think it was more like on like my fifth time coming back and, and I said, you know what, I, I, I want I want to do this for my birthday. And then I started f asking questions like, wait a minute. I see like a lot of flags while I'm watching the, the race. I never seen a flag from the States. So I'm, I'm asking my guy, I'm like, has a person from the US ever been a camel owner and had a team? He's like, no, never. I said, so if I was to do this and the Federation accept me, because there's a lot of things to fill out and all of this stuff, and it was like, Paperwork. yeah, it, it would be history. I'm like, wow, I'm ready to do this now. That's when you did it. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Yeah. So that was that was the fun, but more so, I wanted people to see something different. You know, I wanted to show a different sport. I wanted to do something to get my kids engaged. I named all the cameras after friends and family members, so that they're engaged into it and they and you know they get the schedule and see their name and what i do is like you know from the prizes if your name when i give you 10 percent, you know to, to whoever name it is just you know keep people Exciting, engaged yeah. and, and it's, it's amazing in the house when the kids like oh i'm racing today i'm like oh, okay let's go they, they remind me sometimes of the races now and um it's actually fun and i just want to just show people things that they that they probably would never see you know, even in Saudi, like a lot of people didn't really understand the camel racing. Like they weren't into it like that. And I don't. I don't get it. It's, yeah. it's a completely. I, I, I don't. It's unbeknownst to me. Like yeah. Swiss knows more more about it than we do. You know what's super cool is that what's close to camel racing is horse racing. Mm. Name one, as Swiss just said, one American, one non-Saudi who's into camel racing. It doesn't exist. So that's a barrier. Yeah. That he broke. Can we just talk about the freshness of that but I'm move Saudi, for a second? By the way. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to tell you that now. Absolutely. If you did a DNA <laughs> test. Yes. Yes, sir. No, yeah. there's yes. probably looks more Saudi than I do. But like me. camel racing, like what do we know about it? And he's made it cool. No, you know what? You know what really gets me is that how many people will follow Swizz's footsteps now that he has yeah. taken a piece of, he yeah. owns a camel or two. Like who's to say that Who's coming here from Middle Beast? I heard of a few artists from the States. I don't know if we can say, but we just yeah, got so some news that some big artists came. Yeah, the announcement is out. What if, no, it it's is out. out. You can say it, actually. Yeah, the announcement is yeah. out. What if DJ Khaled is like, you know what, Swiss, can you tell me a little bit about uh, camel racing? I'd yeah. like to buy a camel or two or ten. <laughs> for, Khaled, for example. Shout out to Khaled. He, he did my Shayla. And you know what a Shayla is? No idea. That's why... <laughs> That's why we were looking at each other. We're like, I did say, Mo, please, so, please say something I, now. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. <laughs> they may, yeah. This feels good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a Shayla is the celebration after you win. Okay. Right? Like, so when, when our team win, we do the Shayla, and the Shayla, you have to have a song. Right? Like, so if you Google uh, Swiss Beats Shayla, mm -hmm. you're going to see Khaled doing the intro. No way. In the Qasem Abu Nasser theme song, that's how Shayla, you see my team dancing with the kids and the family, and it's a big celebration. And um, everybody should do Shayla's when they when when they accomplish something. It's it's a great, oh my god, uh, so cool. it's a great ceremony. The famous old school Arab artist that um, Swiss always plays. What's her name? Itab. Itab. Yes. Oh, We're going to have to keep that in there. I'm sorry. I'm going to own not knowing that. <laughs> you know, when I knew that something you was got some big cook. news coming about Itab <laughs> later, by the way. And, and uh, last year, every time Swizz was moving or rocking to a song, it was Itab. It was Itab. And Sada, my wife was I like. I even had Khaled play Itab. Everybody played when you went back he to my it, When you huh? went to Miami, that's the point I'm coming, I'm coming to. I saw that video. He was in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I just felt that the next recruit or the next person who's going to be introduced to Saudi culture through Swiss is going to be, is going to be DJ Khaled. Absolutely. And, 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 and now he's confirmed for Middle East. Yeah. When, when they were in the Maybach in the back, like vibe, oh, sorry, when, when DJ Khaled was in the back vibing to Itab, I'm like, that's got Swiss written all over it. It's written all over it. <laughs> DNA. <laughs> yes.
Uh, but it's, it's, it's been fun introducing people, you know, to Saudi because everybody always have like a mystery, but they have actually have somebody now that they can pick up the phone that they feel they can trust. They feel safe. They know I'm going to say the truth. A lot of people are scared to say what they don't know. Right. Like, so they'll turn down something just because they don't know. Yeah. But now I think that um, it's been amazing because they ask me the questions. I tell them the truth. And um, everything is still a work in progress also. You know, like, you can't compare Saudi to no other place. It's, it's, it's on its own trajectory. It's on its own time. It's on its own movement. So when people compare this place to that, I say it's two different places, apples and oranges. Yeah. And the thing that I love about Saudi a lot is that it's actually heritage here. It's actually real culture. You know, there's... you. There's, you know, there's the music, um, there's the food, you know, there's even like how the old town is getting preserved and, 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 and put back in an order and how uh, the developments that's happening for creatives, you know, that some people might not understand that forward thinking, but I just love that the risk is being taken to, to, to push the envelope, not only on Saudi, but the whole world, you know, like what, what other place has a 10 year plan that the entire community know about and, and can awesome. chime in and add and look at where we had in Jack's like yeah. we in Jack's this place is uh, for people like yourself, creatives where people can come build and project their greatness. You know, we don't, we don't have a lot of that back home. I don't see it. You know, um, this is a historic moment that we're witnessing. This is not a small thing. Yeah. Because like, you know, um, even even uh, the show that me and my son is shooting is called Drive, right? And it's like, what's your drive? Which I'm gonna ask you guys in two seconds. And it's a, it's a show about cars and car cultures and car clubs coming together. Love it. And meeting each other. And you know, today we had, um, I don't wanna give it all the way, Disney to kill me, but <laughs> we don't there's want some serious <laughs> driving talent. I'm not talking about you know, fancy cars only, right? Because people, when they think of the Middle East, they only think of like gold Rolls yeah. Royces and all of these different things. And some people may choose to have that, but there are really talented drivers out here that really take their craft serious, that really do unique one of one things. And the world is gonna see it through this show uh, with Disney Hulu. And um, I was blown away like the last three days, like today, I was like, like this is a human doing this with a car. What did, what did you see? Is it the typical Saudi going 180 kilometers an hour? I think it right, might be left? the leaning of the, right? Yeah, we did that. We or was did it leaning? The, the, I was like, it, it seems like that was the easy one. You did that in the yeah, music was, video yeah. of um, of the one with French and, uh, yes. and Skinny, yeah? <laughs> yeah, but this this was... For real. This is the, the world champ. This is the person, this is wow. the biggest, this person, this yeah. is nah. Mm. If there were stunt driver, if there were like awards for, if stunt driving was an Olympic sport, we'd, we'd medal. We would, for, further to Swiss's point. Yes, we, I we mean, would, yeah. this brother, he did stunts for movies and, um, and events 1,800 times. Wow, wow. Yeah, that's in his portfolio, right hand Saudi. You're gonna, you're gonna know all about him. I can't parallel park to save my life. He'd be the worst stunt driver. <laughs> oh, he ever. backwards parallel parked today while drifting. <laughs> okay, so I never. God, I need I need driving lessons. <laughs> Mo, I think you need driving lessons actually. Come on, I just drive a little too far. I, I'm trying yeah, to in, 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 in ingratiate or in, try to get myself into the Saudi driving of reality. So <laughs> you got to fit in, or you're gonna be on the bench. And and you know, there's men and women drivers because people have this thing that. Women don't drive in Saudi. Oh, they do. I've been in the passenger seat of the craziest, most talented driver um, doing the Dakar, doing like like unbelievable talent. Oh, they drive, drive. Yeah. Drive, drive. Yeah, they do. Like, <laughs> they do. Unbelievable. I want to touch on the art. I think we have to touch on the art. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like it. Better late than never. Um, <laughs> And, and from my research and speaking to Brother Hema, um, 
Mr. Swizz's first art installation was in Jeddah, in, in Promenade. Uh, actually, a really, really beautiful piece because we've never had anything of that stature or level right on the water. How did you land on Jeddah being your chosen space for your first art installation? I think it was um, it was a mix of things. I was looking for a project that um, that one I could deliver, um, and my team. Uh, shout out to Good Intentions, uh, Nora. Shout out to uh, Ali, as well at uh, at that time, and um, shout out to Scylla, um, Ibrahim. It was just a great. It was just a great project, you know, the first F1 track in Saudi, um, being a car fanatic one, being an art fanatic two, and wanting to make history three and doing it with great people four. We could count to a hundred with all of the things, <laughs> right? And, you know, just being able to curate something that was timeless, you know, the uh, Falcon gets most of the attention, um, but there's, there's over 20 something works uh, that we put uh, throughout the whole, the whole, uh, the whole landscape. And so um, when I see that Falcon uh, during the F1 races, I see uh, people going there and doing selfies. I'm yeah. seeing people <laughs> sitting there meditating and all type of uh, light shows on, on the Falcon. It, it actually feels good. Yeah. And um, I thought there was, it, I thought that it was the perfect project to be able to uh, start with. Um, a lot of people felt that I should have went bigger, but I, sometimes less is more. Absolutely. You know, sometimes less is more, and sometimes we gotta just take our time to do something right, instead of just going so massive mm. with everything. I just was like, you know, I, I can put 100 pieces here, but let's curate 20 amazing pieces throughout the promenade that makes sense. Mm and it's tasteful. And then um, let's do something that people can remember Jetta by. And, you know, the Falcon is a amazing, amazing uh, symbol here in Saudi. Truly, face, face, facing the ocean too, it's just yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, look, really out, look out for Saudi Bronx Falcon yeah. team coming soon. Oh, I was gonna say that. There's yeah. a scoop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being around Jemana the last couple of days here in Riyadh, geez, like I'm getting to understand being integrated into the art scene mm -hmm. um and i'm seeing just how big it is getting from what five years ago was it pretty much like barely always, barely there it was no it was always there and i think as you said and i think several people said it it just we took a pause for a minute because okay. a lot of people think of art as a luxury and now that it's being integrated now that it's being integrated mm. into the educational system, now we can say, okay, you know what? Yes. We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, as soon as it's, it's being introduced into public schools, it's no longer a luxury. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a way that you interpret life. And I explained that to you. It's all about perspective. So the fact that we have this amazing festival that's happening um, that happens to focus on the medium of light, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's symbolically or literally, um, I mean... The fact that you you're forcing people to live amongst that, hence the importance of public art, is incredible. And I think the twenty so ideas that you've had, we just pick one of those, mm -hmm. and maybe we can have it in the festival next year. Inshallah. I think that would be a great uh, second edition, second installation in Saudi. So apparently, eighty installations this Over year. Over eighty. Yeah. With you having a foot in the door in the art scene of Saudi, and you see the scale of Nur Riyadh. Mm -hmm. Looking at the next five years, you must be not to lead the witness, but you must be super bullish about where the space is going to be in the next five years. Inshallah, I, I feel that sky is not the limit; it's just a view. Mm. You know, I think that um, everybody has the momentum. Uh, because they, they, they're seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, the youth is feeling heard and is responding, you know, through arts, through music, through fashion. You know, um, look at the Fashion 100, you know, all of those amazing uh, designers. Like, I just think it's brilliant. And I love to see 
the Fashion 100 as an example, you know, show up in, 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 in the States and represent as well. And even though it started here and so many, so many creatives are going to be able to have that opportunity um, uh, because there's ministries now, you know, uh, the Ministry of Culture, like all of the ministries and shout to His Highness Prince Bada for definitely opening up a lot of doors. He he was the one that actually showed me a lot of the landscape of where the creativity was going, uh, what were some of the big plans. And I actually seen like a lot of those plans come to life. Like a lot of people can talk about it. Like I was in Mariah and Alula with a hard hat on when the glass panels wasn't up. No way. Right? Like, you know, so wow. and then to see it to where my wife is now performing in that same building, it's like the before and after and you know, even turning even turn it into a, 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 a true UNESCO heritage site. I think that's like very important because Saudi's sitting on so much that like finally there's 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 a group and a team that understand the importance of preserving, understand the importance of, you know, letting the, the creatives fly. And it's just a breath of fresh air to witness. I'm, I'm happy to witness this. It's, it's just nobody can say it better than that. Absolutely. Really, like, like really, to preserve of what we're sitting on. Mm -hmm. We were on a gold mine. We had no idea what it was about. Mm -hmm. And now we have people in place where they're activating that where we have the likes of people like Swiss Beats coming in and showcasing what we have to the world. And it's and it just comes so easy to him, you know? It's, it's effortless. <laughs> it's genuine. It's effortless. Yeah. Because if you extend the hand, the other hand will come and it's just like effortless to him. Seriously, I'm getting goosebumps here. <laughs> you know, it's been great because like, I just feel like, I just feel like people have to, um, we just got to change some of our ways, you know, because I'm Cause Saudi. you're Saudi. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, like when I tell people, I say, look, you love this guy. I know everybody come to Saudi to take things. Like, but what do you bring into Saudi? Like, what do you leave in the Saudi? Like, like it should be an even exchange, yeah. you know, not just to come and take yeah. a check yeah. and run and not even go see, you know, see certain places, see the, at least go see the old town, at least come to Jack's, like support something local. And I just want a lot of the artists that's coming here to really like think bigger, think more open-minded. Don't just come here to do a show and leave and feel like you hustle something. Like it, it'll feel better if you left something. It'll feel better if you took some time out to learn something. Like you can learn a lot in Saudi. I've been learning so much uh, being here from the time that I've been here off and on coming back and forth, I learn something new every time. And I think that to make the world a better place, we got to stop being so transactional. Truly, exactly. That's the word transactional. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you, you bought a few camels. That tells you everything you need to know <laughs> about, about <laughs> integrating yourself into the society. I want to talk about your skating rink. How cool of an idea. Was that your idea? I uh, feel like it was. This is my concept for like two years. Knew it. Because, because you know, they were skating in Saudi in the seventies. I didn't know that. Yeah, they were skating in Saudi in, in the seventies, and um, I'm just like, man, I'm I'm just trying to imagine what the DJ would sound like, or the music that was playing, like I tab, I tab, yeah, right, <laughs> right, like skating to tab, um, yeah. um, kalsum, um, Majid. You know, right? Um, gotta, get, gotta get that on. I, Are I, you actually going to put it on the phone? I, I just, I just need to. Right I, I need to. Oh Did you see the tab uh, art piece that's around, that's around the corner from here? I think so. The, the mural. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make Swiss feel at home. <laughs> he actually, look at him. He, he's shouting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the chorus comes in. <laughs> oh, my mom would be so happy. <laughs> you cannot not move to this. Let's go.
Do you know what that reminds me of? You know when I got introduced to Aitab? Every single wedding in no, Saudi? No, 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 no. What I thought, what I perceived as being sound checks at Alicia Keys concert with him on the stage and, and a clip went viral and I'm like, oh, Sara. So it's my wife. I'm like, that's kind of catchy. She's like, it's Aitab, you don't know? I'm like, <laughs> no. And she's like, oh, how cute Swiss is there supporting Alicia while she's doing the sound checks and all that. And they were dropping some etab. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if they'll play it tonight or tomorrow. <laughs> and little did we know that they, that they did. That was my first introduction to etab. Maybe because I lived in the States for 20 years. Wow. And I, and I wasn't here. But that was my first intro. And I was like, wow, that's catchy. And no wonder why Swiss loves it as well. Etab sang at my, at my aunt's wedding. so it's, it's, She it's, sang at your aunt's wedding? Yeah. You, have, you have the video to that? I might. You know what? Let me try to find it. For See you. if you have the. I need to see that. Love where his head her story. Up. Her story is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Somebody should make a movie about that. When? How? When did she pass away? When was she born? What was her era? Swiss would know. I'm sure. It, it, it was. Know. It was the 70s. 70s. There should be a documentary about her. I Absolutely. mean, this is like there should be a movie like uh, Arabic. Stay like, tuned. <laughs> Produced Stay. by Swiss people. <laughs> yes, no Netflix special. No, yeah, no, that was the Netflix guy was at uh, at the podcasting conference I was at today. I should have told him, you know what? They, you could have done a little special with Swiss Beats about Etap. <laughs> Amazing. No, we have uh, a lot of culture. We have a lot of history. We just yeah. need to revive it. Eighty pieces across Riyadh starting November first. I just, I just like. So, so you're gonna come visit, right? You're gonna see it. You will. Right. I would say inshallah, but that's like, that's like a no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's he, like a polite way of if saying you, no. If you were yeah. to check one of his pockets, he will have a green passport yeah. in there. <laughs> because inshallah does have a no connotation. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, inshallah. it's a great escape that you can't question. Are you saying that to me? Kind of. It's like, it's <laughs> like, no, no I, I have to come. This is, have um, to I have to come. Jumana, yeah. it's like the one word you can't use in court. <laughs> So did you blah 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 inshallah? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I need a yes or no. <laughs> That's it. Oh, it's too good. Yeah, I hate it when contractors tell me inshallah. Inshallah means no. yeah, 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 yeah. That that means six months more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it means no. That means more money. <laughs> Can you get this fixed for this inshallah? <laughs> yeah. uh, Have you collected any Saudi art, and by whom? See, don't hit me with the names. I don't want to mess <laughs> nobody's names up. Yes, I, I give you the list of names. <laughs> but um, Rashid. Rashid Shasha. Yes, that was the first artist. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, he's was in the, the festival. We actually had him. We had the yeah. one up on what the podcast. What kind? What kind of piece? I'm 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 amateur it's to a this. Beautiful, scene. beautiful uh, light up piece. Okay. Um, I actually got it. It was at um. It was an art fan Saudi, and it was. This one was for. Um, it was. A, it was. A, it was a great cause. I forgot what the cause was, mm. and I just supported it. Yeah, but yeah. you fell in love with the work. I'm assuming you fell yes. in love with the piece. I only collect things that that I love. Yeah, like I, I don't buy for hype. I don't. I don't buy because of what it's going to be worth. Mm. You know, um, if I have to feel it. Yeah, I was going to follow up with the technicalities of the art scene, like galleries what i what i got from the story is that galleries not paying the artists their dues the you know the artists want from the galleries what they what they need to get it's kind of like the music business a little bit like with record labels and all that swiss would know a lot more about that than i do mm -hmm. but i didn't know that those politics and those complications and all that also exist i mean so naive of me that even in the art world that exists mm -hmm. um and yeah, it's just a war is. of corporate co corporation uh, versus individual or artist, music industry, artists, actors, maybe to some degree. Yeah, but but don't forget that. First of all, I worked in a gallery. I mean, I started my art uh, career as a as a gallerist and curator in a gallery for eight years, and I learned so much. And I I represented most of the artists today that that I I know and love and work with. Um, the gallery also their objective and their their duties towards the artist is to also make sure to, to, to introduce them to the global and international scene. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the art fairs, whether it's Freeze, Art Basel, mm -hmm. uh, you, as an artist, as an individual, you can't actually participate 
only galleries participate. So mm -hmm. there is a role for a gallery to play with. Without them, the artist might not be able to get into a lot of these art fairs, therefore not getting the same exposure, not getting the institutional acquisitions. Mm -hmm. What do the institutional acquisitions do to an artist? They raise their value. Mm -hmm. And then they're able to live a little bit better. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very similar to the music industry. Is it, is it, is it not? Mm -hmm. Can you chime in on that? You would, you so, would know. <laughs> um, I always get in trouble with these questions <laughs> in this conversation because I'm just, I'm just raw. I'm real with it. And, and you know, it's the reason why I started, uh, we started No Commissions because you would go to these fairs and mm. uh, the galleries win, the collector, collectors win, the, the fair wins, and the artists kind of got to find their way home, right? And so, you know, I was, this is real stories. This is a real fact, you know, I would be at the fair and I know a lot of the artists and they're like, hey, you know, do you have an extra room or do you think I could ride back with you on the plane? I'm like, man, I'm not, this person's show is sold out. No, that's sad. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. And I just kept hearing the same stories, the same stories. And I was like, man, you know, we come to these fairs and all these different things, but like, is it really about the artists? Yeah. Or is fairs it- Fairs are never about the artists, probably. Because if they were, they would allow artists to actually participate without representation, to represent themselves. But they're forced to be with the gallery. It's that, it's that very strange rule of getting into a, an art fair. I always like in, I'm going to put a bit of Mosho podcast flavor in this. Um, and, and I like asking guests what their biggest challenges were and what they learned from it. Uh, what was your favorite failure is literally my question verbatim. <laughs> um, my, f my, my old favorite failure, because it's not really a failure if you learn from it, technically. Yes, sir. Right? Like, but my former... Uh, I hate the word failure, by the way. Me too. Right. I hate even saying it. I hate, like, and impossible. My, 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 uh, the thing that I learned from in, in, in my journey so far that um, was holding me back and didn't understand it was holding me back until I realized this is what's holding me back. And that was just believing in myself and taking the risk and like, even if a thousand people don't agree with what you're feeling or what you want to do, and you 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 know this feeling, it's, it's, it's a very deep feeling that says go. And I was ignoring that go sign for, for so long. And like I said, I was doing things that was just like checking a box instead of like smiling with my heart because it just felt like it, it, it's the way that it's supposed to go. Like they, a lot of people tell you what you're supposed to do, right? Like I'm, I'm, you're supposed to do what you feel. You're yeah. not supposed to do just, why does this person get to tell me what I'm supposed to do because they have a, more money than me or they, they, they have more knowledge? Like what? Like, you know, like, and I just stopped caring about like a lot of different things of, that don't speak to me. You know, I listen to a whole conversation and ignore quietly the things that don't speak to me. And I take like maybe one piece and I was like, okay, that made sense. I like this, I'm gonna apply that to myself. But sometimes we apply the whole thing and probably 99% of what we're applying don't apply to us. It might apply to that person because of their experience or because of their challenges. You might not, we're all designed different, right? So like, even when I give people uh, inspiration, I give them uh, words of wisdom, I always end it with do what you feel, right? Forget my accomplishments, my that, that doesn't have anything to do with you. So don't take what I'm telling you and use it if you don't feel it. If you feel it, use it tonight. And I just follow my intuition. Um, I follow the universe. You know, I just, I just, I just go with the flow. Like if I don't feel something, I don't do it. If I feel something, like I, I want to do it now. Like, like the Saudi way, like right, like you, 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 you want this building up tonight, <laughs> right? Like it's like no, when, when uh, okay, you want to, you want to build the the whole block when? Uh, Yellow. 
يلا حبيبي I'm sorry time means nothing we we this next week please because in the states there's I can't even order the wood from the next week but there's it always happens so this is this is the movement yeah and I'm glad doing this podcast was something that you felt you wanted to do so I did you know it just felt I only did one one podcast um here in Saudi and I just feel that um I don't do enough uh cuz I, I don't really like talking that much yeah as much as I talk <laughs> right I get, like, I, I get what you mean right like it's yeah. like yeah for me I just like I like the discovery mm-hmm. you know I like people to have like I don't like to I don't want to give people everything I want them to discover just like how I'm discovering as well you know I like the mystery I like even like when when i made the announcement like i i i i killed like 90% of the press because it's just i don't want it to feel like a promotion i i wanted to i wanted i want to show better than i can tell people right cuz everybody's talking about this and announcements with this and like just put the work in you know i want i want to put the work in and i want the people to talk about me i don't want to talk about myself like that but i was excited to 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 do to do this podcast so. even though we're all half asleep and I'm wide awake means, it just means um, speak for yourself it just means so much more <laughs> to us because i mean we know you're exhausted i'm not i'm not is am i the only one i'm not i'm not exhausted my eyes are tired which my I, eyes are tired. Why i got my shades <laughs> on but but i'm not exhausted i'm actually excited to to speak to you guys it means a lot thank you honestly for taking yeah, this thank time thank you for having me um, and thank you for how you represent our country uh, again i go back to the time in al-ula after um, your wife alicia keys the great alicia keys's concert when you know we we convened after the concert and mm. and you said a few words and it spoke to me and i was like this guy is it's real it's coming from the heart man he he really wants to see our country prosper grow and be the next big thing. I believed it when he said it. I looked into his eyes. He wasn't wearing shades that night. <laughs> and he meant it. He meant it. He's like, this, what you all see right here, right now, is the next big thing. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. His words exactly. Correct me if I'm wrong. And facts. I just bought into I just bought into that. I'm like, love this guy. <laughs> you know, like Marra. Like he just, I just, he spoke to my soul. Yeah. Um, and 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 I knew that that Swiss isn't just the kind of guy who's going to come here for a year or two and bounce. He's in it for the long term, and I'm patriotic, and I feel like he shares my patriotism as well. Yeah. So it it really meant to me, and we really appreciate what you do for the country, man. Thank but you. you you said something that I think you just sort of said very very quickly, but I think I want to reiterate it. Tell me, um, genuinely, genuinely, thank you for representing our country yeah. the way that you do. Thank you. 100%. You did it better than most of us have done. Yeah. Honestly. And we I was born and bred. I did travel around. <laughs> I I did see the inside of a plane. Hey. <laughs> but seriously and genuinely. Thank you. I think that needs a moment and and we're grateful for you. Uh, imagine imagine the shockwaves he, he shockwaves he's making back in the states with the artists who are like, "Oh, Swiss is, you know, it's getting a close effect. with the Saudis." Let's let's see what's behind there. Yeah. You know what what's going on there. No one's talking about that. We hear negative about Saudi Arabia, but Swiss seems to be seeing an angle that we don't see. Yeah. So uh, let's let's see what he's seeing through through his uh, through his uh, for lack of a better word sunglasses. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you know. And I'll take the sun. You want me to take the sunglasses? Off? I don't know. <laughs> it suits you so good. Yeah, um, but, <laughs> but I love that part. But once again, I, I can't stress enough that all of the people that are getting inspired by me being here. I, I, I want them to come here and put the real work in. You know, don't look at Saudi as an okay zone just to get a check, do a show, leave. Like, think bigger. You know, I think the smallest thing you could do in Saudi is a show. Yeah. Absolutely. Right? The biggest thing you could do in Saudi is learn about the culture. Sure. Go in the desert and have some Saudi coffee right and 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 listen to an amazing musician play the oud uh have some shisha if you want right and and look at the family energy that's around you 
from the people that's hosting you, that's treating you like family, like more than probably your family, right? And actually leave with something that's that's in here. Like forget your bank account, like that's cool, right? But like your bank account is your heart. Your bank account is is your energy. Your bank account is is really what you can give and the energy that you can receive. That's the equal exchange. And that's what I've been having fun doing here. You know, so like all of the big plans, I kind of took them off the table. You know, I'm like, you know what? I, I want to be a student here and whatever uh, come that speaks to me and my team, that's what we'll do. Like, I don't have no expectations. I don't have no game plan. Like I came with one. I ripped it up. I can't because I don't, I, I don't want to. It just feels once again transactional. I don't. I want to be the change that I want to see, yeah, yeah. and the change start with you. The change, like when you want to change something, it should start with you. I just want artists to come here and entertainers and all of these things that, when you come here, just 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 come here with your heart. Yeah, is there also an element of the region being undersaturated compared to other parts of the world that you've been to? I don't feel Saudi's undersaturated. I mean, it depends on it depends it depends on which, which meaning. Like, what, what what do you mean? Like, cause maybe I'm thinking of it a different way when 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 you're saying it. Um, in terms of buyers and sellers, uh, there's a lot more buyers here than there are sellers. In the states, it's kind of like equal. Mm. Uh, over here, we're new to the game. You know, we're thirsty for those really sick pieces that are up on display in New York City. How about we put some up in Riyadh? That's what I mean by undersaturated. Um, I wouldn't call it undersaturated. I would call it perfect timing. Okay. Right, and the reason why I would call it perfect timing is because Saudi got a chance to watch everybody do it. Yeah. Right, and so now there's a blueprint of what to do and what you can obviously see not to do. And so I feel that this is the perfect time to get into everything that I'm seeing Saudi get into from architecture to art to fashion and 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 then the support that the region has now is you can go above and beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is this is important. This is the right timing. Yeah. You know, everybody else then overdid it and don't have nothing to show for it. You know, Saudi like I said before, look at look at Alula, like it's it's like being on another planet. You feel the energy there, yeah? Yes. Isn't it crazy? I mean, look at all of the islands that's discovered that nobody's never touched. Thousands. This is just starting. Just starting. Right? This was preserved for a reason. Yeah. This is being discovered now for a reason, and it's insane that we're here to witness this. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it just flips the narrative completely on its head. Uh, this is something that I've been wanting to ask him for a while. <laughs> <clears throat> It's the closing question of my uh, favorite podcaster that he uses in pretty much all his podcasts, Tim Ferriss. But it's very appropriate for Swiss. And uh, it's if you can put together something on a billboard, an art piece or drawing, whatever, a billboard. Um, it could be any size, any dimension, anywhere in the world. What would you put on that billboard? And he actually goes a little further. He's like, where in the world would it be and what size would it be? But let's just say, if you can paint a billboard anywhere in the world, what would you put on that billboard as a message to the world? Too easy. Good intentions. <laughs> yes. Yes. No, seriously. Yeah. Not even because it's my company's name, but. I have good intentions. It's everything starts with good intentions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yep. Right. So I love that. Just think about like when you enter in a business, when you enter in a relationship, when you, anything you if you come with good intentions, yeah. you're straight. It's the bottom line. That's it. Like every anything mm -hmm. I do, I, I go into it with good intentions or I don't mess with it. Mm -hmm. Because I know like even right even at the intro moment it might feel good, it might be all of these things, but then you really get to the end of it and realize everybody wasted their time because you didn't have good intentions 
And maybe that person didn't have good intentions, so it's a double negative. But the main thing, like I said, it starts with yourself. If I don't have good intentions on something, I know I'm wasting my time. I might, you might be a family member. You might, like, if I'm thinking, like, one ill intention, Colossus, I can't. It's done. Because it's just, it all starts with good intentions. Like, I know if something don't work out, I, I can go to sleep at night. I was like, listen, you know, I had, I had good intentions yeah. the whole time. So, you know, if that person chose to do that, then that's cool. I'm, I feel no way. When did you land on that? On good intentions? Yeah. When um, I noticed that, like, the mindset of, of, of not having good intentions was a waste of time. Like, I, I started realizing every time that I would try to play around with something or try to like out hustle somebody for something. It just never worked. Yeah. Like it might work for a short period of time and it was like, you know, and, and the thing you did, it, it, it just, it broke now. Now it's like, now, you, now you're spending more money to fix it than, <laughs> than, than just doing the right yeah. thing. Like it's like, yeah. and, and I turned down so many company deals and people wanting to do business because they don't have good intentions as well. So you, you have to, be able to understand when somebody else doesn't don't have good intentions also right like you have to have good intentions i have to have good intentions but i have to also be smart enough to know when you don't have good a good intention mm. and protect myself mm. also because it's the same thing you know and, and a lot of companies they come they don't have good intentions they come in to take advantage of the culture take advantage of the people feeling like oh you know we're doing them a favor and and you're not going to be this without us, man, I'll be fine. You know, and I tell people, even with Saudi, I'm like, listen, I, if you don't go to Saudi, <laughs> the people in Saudi are going to still wake up the next morning, man. It ain't, <laughs> they ain't like, going nowhere. Like, 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 hum, like yeah. relax. Yeah. You know, like, it's, it's like, come on, like, don't be like that. People are always so on themselves of like, oh, well, you know, they need me there. I'm like, brother. <laughs> we don't need they nobody. might they might would like you to be there but Saudi don't need anyone to be here but the people that's already here so anybody else that's coming in here it's it's a gift and a plus to that person because it's just I, i'm i'm i've been here long enough to to understand that yeah you get to experience that yes yeah, like, does the hospitality here speak to you definitely it's different huh definitely definitely because you've been around Saudi. You've, you've <laughs> been to Taif where camel racing country is. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've, you've been to not just Jeddah, Riyadh and the major cities, but you've been to the outback, if you will. Of course. Yeah. All over. All over. You know what I found out with the Bedouins of Saudi? That's where hospitality lives. I can tell. Yeah. I can. We're doing this tomorrow. That uh, Nasser is going to experience it. Anybody watching this, you if you haven't experienced the Bedouin hospitality, this is something that you have to you have to do. It's it's unbelievable, unbelievable. Put Zazaza in a useful sentence, please. Before before you answer that question, did it start with the word zone? Yeah, zone 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 Zazaza. Yeah, same. Zazaza is the fancy version of zone zone zone, and it works with anything. Yeah. Anything. Ask me a question. On the <laughs> How are you doing? Sa, sa, sa. Sa. <laughs> what time are you waking up tomorrow? Sa, er sa, sa. Early za. <laughs> Early za. It's probably at this point twenty four hours since Swizz has been awake for. Yeah. We're gonna shut it down. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for it's having me. We honor. pushed you longer than what time you should have. You don't want to know. <laughs> don't record his reaction. No, we no, we there's time no, is there's, it? There's, there's, there's no. It's it's three fifty. It's, it's four a.m. It's almost four a.m. Four a.m., ladies and gentlemen. Just just, <laughs> just understand. I, I honestly we would have here. guessed two fifteen. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No, we I good. am. I I am so. so it flowed nicely. It was. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but it was How are you still it. awake? I'm dying. You were passing out at, at midnight. Yeah, no, I was, I'm dying. <laughs> but it was worth every single Thank you. Yeah. second. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Yes, yes. Thank you.
Thank you, Jamal. Oh, my God. My co-host. <laughs> wrapping up here at uh, Nur Riyadh with the legendary Swiss Beats and the equally legendary Jamal Roth, Mo Islam from the Mo Show podcast. Good night, everyone. Apparently, 3.48 a.m. Adios. <laughs> za, za, za. Za, za, za. Zon, zon, zon. Hey. <laughs> See, now people say it together like that, you know? Yeah. Za, za, za. Zon, zon, zon. Like, they did that in Japan the other day. I was like, yeah.